Come on. Yeah. Come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing, am I really that empty? Christ offered us a full life, according to God's word. We are back live in the PNT Podcast Studio with another great lesson for another great week. And yep, you guys guessed it. We're going to talk about the fullness. So let's get right down to this lesson. The biblical and world meaning of fullness. The quality or state of being filled completely or to the utmost capacity. The state of having or containing a lot of something. We can find this biblically in Colossians 2, 9 and 10. For in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And in Christ, you have been brought to fullness. He is the head over every power and authority. What a wonderful revelation. Think about that. The fullness in deity form, in human form. Think about that. That, was, that is what Christ was. Christ in his human nature was all God for the purpose of showing us that we too can live in God's fullness as Christ did. Oh my God, I'm, that should just blew you away. It should just blew you away because it blew me away. Here's some great news. We are now in Christ through the gift of salvation. That's the only way to get this fullness of life is through salvation, which is through Christ who died on the cross for us. We were not living life at our full potential or our fullness. We were going through life half empty under the false pretense of living a happy life, knowing full well, no pun intended, we haven't allowed Christ to fully take control of our lives. Now, I know I said, I know I said we went through life half empty. In actuality, it wasn't even half empty. I don't even think we had anything. Think about that. Without Christ, we, we are nothing. So if, if with, without Christ, we can do and we are nothing, then that is, wouldn't that be the same as empty? Our lives will remain in shambles and in a state of chaos and flux until we come into the realization that we are empty. See what I'm saying? Whether half empty or quarter empty, that realization has to sink in. And that what drives us and people to Christ, that we may have the fullness of life that he has offered through his death. I'm going to speed this up a little bit. I'm not going to make you wait too long. I'm just going to give it to you. What steps can we take to live in the fullness of God? What can we do? Well, you know, you know, I, hey, hey, guys, you know, I got you. I've already figured it out. I did the research. I did the searches. I did the study. I did the meditation. I spoke to God. And this is what I came up with. Number one, pursue and acknowledge God in all your ways. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Go read it. Seek after God. Acknowledge God in all your ways. We are great at making some bad decisions. Watch this. And then we ask God, not really ask to bless our mess. We don't really ask him. We dare him. We tempt him. We employ him. We say, God, you're going to have to protect your name by making right my wrong. Here's what I want you to do. 
in pursuing and acknowledge God in all your ways, do something differently. Seek God's full word and God's full spirit for guidance. That's what you need to do. It's easy. Number two, be anxious for nothing. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Be anxious, relax, be humble, be content. God did not give us a spirit of fear. Give your fears and your burdens over to the Lord to worry no more. See, be anxious. Don't, don't, don't let nothing get you rattled. See, when you're living in the fullness of God, then allow him to, to, to fill you with his spirit and lead and guide you. Number three, be thankful in everything, not for everything. First Thessalonians 5.18. I need to say it again. And I'm going to say it probably three or four times. Be thankful in everything, not for everything. My young loyalists, I got to say it again. Be thankful in everything, not for everything. If we live each day with a heart of thanksgiving for God, he admires the praises of his people that's in his word. Thanks and praise motivates God to do some amazing things for those who love him. That's us. Come on now. You with me? We love God. Grumbling and complaining poisons a good atmosphere and hinders the release of God in your life. Yes, it does. Stop complaining. Give thanks in everything, not for everything. Number four, live for Jesus, not for yourself. Colossians 1, 16 through 19. We are at our very best when we live as if we were created for Jesus and God's glory. Keep that in mind. We are at our very best. You know why? Because we are now living in the fullness of God. See, when we are full of God, we will always be at our best. And in doing that, we do this not to satisfy our own selfish ambitions. We were bought with a price. We were filled with God's spirit to help further his kingdom. Let's get out there and do the work of God. Number five, and I'm going to let you guys go to the conversation corner. Make every effort to help others uncover their fullness and calling. Yeah. After you have discovered your fullness and what, and what, what Jesus and God did in you, help others to see the same thing in themselves. I know this is a tough one. Jesus said serving others is the greatest thing you could do in the kingdom. Jesus said serving others is the greatest in the kingdom. John 14, 14. Helping people see their full potential in Christ is one of the most rewarding acts of kindness. Father God, we come to you right now giving you, for this, giving you thanks for this great and awesome day. A day that we talk about the fullness of your spirit, Lord God, the fullness of your love, the fullness of everything you have, the fullness of everything you embody, Lord God. Have your way in our lives, Lord God. Forgive us for every thought, deed, or action that is against the kingdom, Lord God. Remove it from our lips, our minds, Lord God, that we may come bold before, before your throne, Lord God, that I may petition. For your young loyal listeners, Lord God, your old listeners, Lord God, have your way. Allow them to see and experience the fullness that you have brought to them, that you have offered, that you have gifted them through your son, Jesus Christ. That they don't have to feel, they don't have to live a half-baked life. That they can live it to the full. Because that's what you committed to us, O oh God. All we had to do was just to believe in your son, Jesus Christ. Acknowledge you in all our ways. And that's what you would provide, Lord God, a fullness of life. I thank you and praise you in Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were chatting about Colossians 2, verses 4 and 5, which reads, Now this I say, lest anyone should deceive you with persuasive words. For though I am absent in the flesh, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. I wanted to hone in on verse 4. Deception in a nutshell means to be a fraud. I shared with them how I was at a conference and I heard a young lady talking with a young man. She was trying to get him to do something that he was so uncomfortable doing. However, this woman was being very persistent. In the end, he walked away, leaving her angry because she did not get what she wanted. I told the youth that these two may have been adults, but there are also youth their age that will try to talk them into doing something that makes them feel uncomfortable. And they have to find the strength to walk away from that situation. Now, it may not be easy and you may lose some friends, but when it's all said and done, your character will still be intact and you will be confident and feel good about your choice, knowing that God is pleased with you. There may be a time also where you might see someone trying to persuade your friend or friends to do something that will have a bad outcome. As a friend, step in and pull them away from that situation. Sometimes that's what's needed because there are a lot of people out here that can be smooth with their talk. You believe every word that comes out of their mouth. But be careful. When it makes you uncomfortable, that person could be a fraud, deceiving you with persuasive words. Now, let's not get it twisted. Different situations will come your way, testing your faith. And the question is, will you be strong enough to say no or walk away? Or will you allow their persuasive words to cause you to do things that you know will have a bad outcome? Be wise in all things, our young loyal listeners. Be blessed. In summary, the importance of knowing that we were gifted a full life because of God's love. I will close with this in a quote. We've all heard of perspectives. You can look at a glass half full or half empty. With Christ, we never have to choose whether our lives are half empty or half full. If we are honest with ourselves, our lives before Christ were actually all empty, not just half empty. When we allow ourselves to believe otherwise, we rob ourselves of the desire to live in the fullness of life that God gifted us through His Son, Jesus Christ. Accept the fullness of your life today by thanking God. Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos to order, confusion to clarity. It could turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, a stranger into a friend. Gratitude makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. Melody Beatty. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-productions editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennett. A real talk what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.